RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to another episode of Live Bold and Boss Up Podcast. Guess what, guys? Steph and I have huge news. We are the podcast sponsors at the Women's Conference of Florida. It's going to be at the Convention Center in Tampa, downtown Tampa Bay. So if you have not met us in person, please come by April 8th, Friday, April 8th, all day long. We're going to be there. There's incredible speakers that'll be there. And guess what? We have Arlene DiBenigno here. We're chatting with her. She's the president and founder of the Women's Conference of Florida. She not only does all of that, she's also the managing partner at Conversa, which specializes in the development of campaigns. She, before all of this, she was uh, working at in the governor's office and for the Florida State Senate. The woman to know, enjoy the the conversation that we have with her and uh, we'll put in the show notes how to get tickets for the Women's Conference of Florida. Thank you so much, Arlene, for joining us today. We are super excited because we have, we're joining you for the Women's Conference coming up on April 8th, which we definitely want to make sure we talk about, um, but want to welcome you to the show. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I was so excited when uh, Carrie introduced us and she told me how amazing you were. And then we met and I was like, yeah, they're pretty amazing. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Carrie's awesome. She was on our podcast back when we first started in 2020. Mm -hmm. So um, no, Carrie's great, but we want to to share about the women's conference that's coming up. It's a big deal. There's a lot of great speakers there, a lot of women attending. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, we're really excited because we're going to be back in person after two years. We had all of these amazing plans for 2020 and 2021, which, you know, we had to cancel. Uh, We were able to do a lot virtually, but I, I, I think women are just excited to be back in person. We're expecting 1,500 women on Friday, April 8th at the Tampa Convention Center. And we have an amazing lineup of main stage speakers. We've got Erica Duan, who's going to talk about collaboration in this new in this new workplace environment and how you know women need to make sure they're not left behind. We've got the amazing Mel Robbins, who I just adore. And uh, I immediately thought of when I was planning the speakers and reached out and she said, yes. So I think it's gonna be, I'm gonna moderate that conversation. So I'm so excited. And then we have Sally Krawcheck. Um, she is the CEO of Elevest. She used to be with Bank of America. She's just a wealth of information, um, especially when it comes to women's finances, which we sometimes are a little timid about and, and, and we don't want to admit that we need help and we need information and growth. And then also we've got Pharma, who's doing a great main stage um, fireside chat on women and their health issues and how we need to Really, I think we've learned women take care of everyone in this time, right? And we need to kind of take a step back and own our health. And so we're we're very lucky to have them um, host that fireside chat on the main stage as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, <jinx. laughs> I was like, wow. Um, Such so great topics. I can't wait to, to hear I know. all of the information. Yeah. How did you create this women's conference? What inspired you to do that? 
So what inspired me was I was the director of appointments for boards and commissions in the governor's office. And no one, people really don't realize the governor has over 6,000 statewide appointments. And this particular governor was very focused on really broadening his, his circle of appointees. He wanted women, minorities. He wanted to really change that conversation at a time that it really wasn't popular. I mean, this was back in 1998. And, um, and so he really tasked me with that mission. And what I found was I was reaching out to some of the most incredible women across the state about serving on these boards. And their immediate answer was no. I would reach out to a man. He'd be, email me the application. I'll have it back to you in, in an hour. And it was really frustrating. And, and I was having a conversation with him one day and he said, do something about it. And that really kind of triggered for me, you know, made my brain start thinking like, what can we do? How can we bring women from across the state together? Um, and so in 2014, I, I put the whole plan together. And, That's okay. Uh, we have dogs on the podcast all the time. <laughs> sorry. And, um, and so I put the plan together. Benji. 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 I, he my wants sweet to be girl. on there. Exactly. And, um, and so really that's what inspired me. And then in 2015, my dear, sweet best friend gave me a little kick in the ass. I'm not going to lie. And she's like, go do this. Like, what are you waiting for? And that was the start of everything. And and there have been days, I'm not going to lie. I've been like, what was I thinking? Because it's hard. It's really, really hard. Um, you know, y- you think you have this great, big, grandiose idea, but it's a lot of work that goes into it apart from, you know, what I do in my my real, real work day. Um, and so, but it, it's my passion and I really think it's our mission to give back, um, and, and help other women in the next generation. So, right. No, it is a big deal and it's a huge conference, 1500 women attending. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We're really excited. And you're a business owner too. Like this is, like you said, this is not your full-time job. You have another full-time job. I do. Share I with am us. Sure. I'm the managing partner of Conversa. We're a minority women-owned full-service communications marketing firm. We serve large clients across the country, um, Pfizer, um, College Board. We also serve quite a number of nonprofit organizations. Both my business partner, Kelsey, and I uh, spent a lot of time in government, and we saw nonprofits really struggle with that process, especially where funding was concerned. And so we really wanted to, to tap into that space and help those organizations. So we do a lot of work uh, in that space as well. So it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun and we we enjoy it. And we have a diverse range of clients that that we focus on. But that is my day job. And this is my, you know, the women's conference is definitely the passion job. So how do you balance all of it? Do you have anything that like one thing over another that helps you stay organized or help you stay balanced? I um, am really a type A personality, so I have a lot of different tools and resources that I use. But, you know, what I've really learned to do is to say no. I used to say yes to everything. I used to whatever anybody asked me to do, whether it was a client on my business side or the women's conference, I used to say yes to everything because I think women have that fear, right? Like, what are we going to miss out on if we don't say yes to this? Are we going to be defined as weak or we're not able or capable of doing something? And I finally learned that it didn't matter because at the end of the day, I was feeling 
crappy, right? Not that other person who I was serving or, and the only way to be the best version of yourself is to take care of yourself. So that apart from all the great tools and resources, you know, that are out there that we all use, it, it was really for me, a personal shift in figuring out what my priorities were. And, um, you know, I really take time for myself in the morning. I don't start my work day. That's, that's sort of like my thing. Like I really take time for quiet, you know, focus, um, and, and to just kind of gather my thoughts and sometimes just being still in the quiet is the best thing. Cause we're in this ever changing world where there's so much information constantly being, being sort of pummeled at you. So, I, uh, I, I, for me, that does a lot just to be able to, to be my best self throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I think that's great advice and something I am working on. It's hard, right? <laughs> it yeah. Is. It's hard when you have to do something for yourself. Um, you're always giving to others, but you, you, you just, you just can't do it all. It's impossible. Right. I agree. Do you know when it is that you have to say no to something like you know, it, it, does it have to align with maybe three things or how do you weigh it out? Mm -hmm. You know, what happened to me, I'll be honest. Uh, I, in 2013, I had this in, in, I just finished this incredible job and I had, I, because of that project that I worked on, um, I made an incredible connection to Bloomberg and they offered me a job. They flew me up to New York. It it was this go, go, go. I was so excited. Came back to Tampa and uh, ended up in the hospital with end stage renal disease. And I was on dialysis for six and a half years. And it was through that process that I think when you're faced with a health crisis that you don't coming right. Um, I, my career was in, at an all-time high. I in this great job. I was going to move to New York. All these wonderful things were happening, and all of a sudden, everything came to a stop. And it was, and there was a lot of anger, bitterness. You know, why me? Um, but I really kind of took a took took me about six months to stop and say stop stop complaining and figure out sort of, okay, what are you supposed to be learning in this time? And that was that aha moment for me. I I kind of looked around, um, you know, you're in this dialysis center, you're seeing all these other patients, everyone has different issues and you realize the value of life. You realize the value of your family, um, of, you know, what really matters to you. And my career was very important to me, but at the same time, it made me pause and, and, if I, you know, there was a minute there where my doctor was like, I don't know if you're going to make it. And, and that really, to me, is what set the line. And I hate that it took that, right, to, to really make me pause, but it changed my life completely. And that was my pivotal moment. And I really, all of the women that I mentor and sponsor now, um, it could happen to anybody and at any moment, right? And, it, and it's your health is your most important thing, because without that, you have nothing. So I really value life differently. I'd look at it differently. So I prioritize differently because I know that it can be taken away at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So that, that was my moment. Wow. Yeah. And, and by the way, I'm so glad that you stayed in Florida because we need this more in Florida yeah. than I think New York needs this. I, I don't and this by, I mean, conference <laughs> and you and everything, you know, you know listen, there are, there are incredible women in this state 
I think uh, I think Florida is undervalued when it comes to women, especially in male dominated industries. There's so much talent here. There are so many incredible women here. Diamonds in the rough that nobody really takes the time to cover and highlight. I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you, with with Tampa, a lot of companies were trying to get me to Orlando. Like you need to bring this here. Tampa's growing. I mean, we are the, we are on the cusp of so many things. Women in tech alone, we could have that conversation. I mean, we just had Synapse in the area. How many women, you all were there. How many women-owned tech companies were there? Cybersecurity companies. These are industries that in the Tampa region, we had never seen before. We have a female mayor, right? We have a clerk of the court who's a female. I mean, there's so much happening here. Um, so uh, I, I definitely think it's needed in Florida. Florida and it's needed in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you see this? Like, was it your vision to to take this convention or this conference, sorry, to other areas as well, or just keep it here? Well, my goal, my mission is to have the conference here. And again, in 2020 and 2021, we had planned out all of these events across the state. And we had to cancel them all. We, and we pivoted to, to virtual for some, but there were others, you know, that were networking events and things like that. My goal is to maintain the conference here because, again, I think this this area is booming and there's so much work to be done here. Um, and then we're looking to now ramp back up to our networking events. Uh, we, we bring a lot of authors in and do, you know, events with bookstores across the state, net, networking events. We partner with a lot of other the women's organizations, but, but I'm dead set on keeping the conference here. I, I think it's needed in Tampa. It really is. Well, good. Yeah. I'm happy about that. I know. And I'm excited that we'll be there because we want to uncover all of those fabulous females that are doing amazing things and learn from their stories. They, they have such inspirational stories and just things that we can all learn from. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's, again, so much talent in the area. I I meet women every day that I say to them, where have you been? Like, how did I not know? And, you know, I think we need to do a better job, right, of highlighting each other and promoting. And it's, you know, I talk about that a lot. You know, women need to be nicer to each other. We need to we need to applaud our successes. We need to stop thinking that if she succeeds, that takes away from me. It doesn't. It enhances every everyone else. So um, I, I think that there's great opportunity in the area, and and you know we'll we look to continue to grow. Um, and I and I think the opportunities are endless. And and you're you you're an example of that, right? It's great podcast, talented. You've got so much to offer. We need to highlight that. And I think your being at the conference is going to show like, look at these amazing things happening. We need to talk about them. We need to promote you all. So we're, we're excited yeah. about the, the diversity of women that are going to be in attendance. And we hope that all of our listeners join us because we would yes. love to meet, actually meet our listeners yeah. in person. So Again, that's going to be Friday, April 8th, right? Mm-hmm. What are the times? Well, we open our doors at 7.30 in the morning, and we start the program at about approximately 8.15 in the morning, and we run until 4 o'clock. And if anybody you know, needs some additional information, they can visit our website, womensconferenceofflorida.com. If they want to purchase a ticket, they can do so uh, on the website as well. But the schedule is there. We are highlighting the speakers there. There's a video of 2019 that'll give them a little bit of a taste of, of what to expect. 
connect. And I think uh, I think that they'll find that they'll enjoy it and they'll walk away with substance. I think they'll walk away with having met a credible women that they probably didn't even know were in the Tampa Bay region and, and across the state. We've got women from Miami, Orlando, Jacksonville, the Panhandle. So it's going to be a wide variety of diverse women of all ages. So it's it's certainly for everyone. Awesome. I am so excited. We'll make sure to include the website link in our show notes. And we hope to see everybody there and can't wait to see you there, Arlene and, and, um, all the speakers and, and listeners. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, ladies. I truly, truly do appreciate it. And I appreciate your your accepting our, our invitation to be at the conference. We welcome it. We can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, guys, live bold and boss up.